It's no apology with the Bible Idiots. We're Chris and Emily Danielson. Thank you so much for joining us once again on the podcast. It is Friday, and that's always a good thing, right? Yeah, and it, we, we're going to go to the mailbag, and we're going right. to do that in a very unique way. Oh. I had a friend of mine from Ohio send me some stuff. Oh, very good. And we have been talking about him participating in one of my projects, and right now he says, you know what? I've got to lay a little bit low, and me and my wife have been praying about it, and I just don't want to bring my head up to be shot at in any other area because I'm going to fight this fight here in Ohio. Oh, And okay. I'm like, rock on, brother, because, yeah. I mean, it, he is it, he is knee-deep into yeah. some serious stuff and i want to share a little bit with you for prayer but i also want uh us here as the bible idiots to share it from a biblical perspective so he's got a mission and it sounds like he's got a target so yeah that's a good thing yeah well there's all kinds of things happening around the globe as you know the dr seuss thing uh you know (laughs) mr potato head just potato head now he's mr potato head again i mean serious stuff is happening exactly Exactly. <laughs> I, I heard a comedian talking about Mr. Potato Head. I don't care what you call him. How about you don't make those nose connectors and mouth connectors on the other end like little darts in your foot when you're walking through the dark with the home with the toddler, huh? How did we how did we grow up with Mr. Potato Head and Dr. Seuss and not all become mass murderers? I don't know. Yeah. But we, we managed, I guess. We have been talking for a long time, and this is not a I'm so right in my righty right. Look at me. I'm I'm almost like a prophet because I predicted <laughs> things that are coming true. Okay. But what it's is just it? sad to see so many things that we've talked about now happening. Yeah. Like, for example, the reality that they're going to start indoctrinating at a level where even adults are going to have to bend the knee to get basic services. Yes. And in the schools is where they start. Absolutely. And my friend from Ohio sent me this in the mailbag. And so it is something I want to share with you. Okay. And it comes from a vice principal of Ohio Public School. Um, and what happened was this vice principal is very much lost, does not understand that Jesus Christ died for all, and that Jesus fills that void in your heart. Right. Because when you have that void in your heart, that void in, in your the center of your being, that soul, you will try to fill it with something. Mm-hmm. I have long said that there are people, some even call themselves Christians, they go by other names uh, of different religions where you try to fill that void with something other than Jesus. And we have seen it be in the world of equality or the world of, um, you know, gay and lesbian rights and now transgender rights. And in fact, you know, a boy can come into a girl's athletic thing and we want to heart that boy so much and fill that righteous void in our soul that we're righteous when we tell him he can go out and set the state record and call himself Amanda today instead of Andy yesterday. And the the pretending and the playing of the make-believe in that area and in these types of areas is what gives them the idea that we all have to do it or we're being oppressive. Right. If we don't all play by your rules, we're the oppressive ones and we then need to be put down. Yeah. And we just can't live that way. No, absolutely not. And it's a real thing. It's a very real thing that I want to touch more on before we say goodbye. But I don't want to interrupt you, Chris. I want to know what your your story that you got Okay. There. Well, this vice principal of an Ohio public school, yeah. I think acting out of fake righteousness. If we start viewing it as fake righteousness, we start realizing that these people are veiled because they're perishing, a la 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. We have more grace. We don't get as angry. No, okay? right. Yes. And we're able to function more as a as an authentic believer in Jesus Christ. But the vice principal of an Ohio public school instructed her teachers to have their students 
all write letters to the local city council supporting the new sexual orientation and gender identity ordinance. Yikes. Yeah, and bills like this, which are cropping up across the country, would force public services to allow men and women's restrooms, locker rooms, and even domestic violence shelters, all in the name of transgender inclusion. That's not the new thing. It's that now our our public schools are actually forcing students to take sides. We saw this before the election when our military force the the soldiers to choose a political ideology to be allowed to be deployed following orders the code of conduct in the military not enough right. you now have to also pledge allegiance to vote democrat or you can't be on the the uh <laughs> the perimeters protecting get punished in some way yeah protecting yeah. the fake president from the election fraud right. uh, outragers right, okay yeah. so the reality is it's great to uh, teach high schoolers about civic engagement, I think. Absolutely. But it's a dramatic violation, according to the letter I received from my friend in Ohio. Absolutely. For a public school teacher to make use of their students' lobby for a particular cause. This would be bad even if she had her students write a letter to the to the, to the civic leaders say, stating uh, that they really would like to see prayer back in schools. Exactly. Do you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Uh, we think that Easter should be celebrated, prayer back in schools creationism taught next to yeah. uh, evolution and you but you can't have a vice principal tell the teachers to tell all the students to write a letter in support of that yeah. I've always said that so it's not the cause it's that you can't be part of the cause yeah you're manipulating and using and, I, and I'm I'm noticing that, and I've talked about this before, it's always targeted towards children. We have to get rid of the children's books. We have to teach the children that transgender this and da-da-da-da-da. They have to target the children because no rational, adult-thinking human being would ever do that and well it's thankfully really sad yeah thankfully the letter went public the school quickly uh retracted it but okay. the bigger problem is that a school official even attempted yes. to do something like this i mean did it not occur to them that they shouldn't turn high schoolers into lobbyists yeah do they or, still or that some job? students are yeah i mean oh, wow. I, well of course you know the teacher union that can't be broken up but I, yeah. anyway that's a whole nother story for another another podcast but did it not occur to them that they shouldn't turn high schoolers into lobbyists right i mean even me as a Christian who would love to see a thousand high schoolers write letters to the civic leader saying, we want prayer back in school. We want to have creationism taught right alongside evolution because they're both belief systems right. when you get right down to it. Right. One claims to be science, but it's really not. It's yeah. it's a belief system. How did anyway. they even get all the students to do the homework? <laughs> Well, they didn't do it. They got busted. They got busted beforehand. But that brings up the next question: Is that uh, you know, what if some students and families objected to the ordinance? What was the plan? What was the plan if a student refused? That's what I want to know. Exactly. What are they thinking? That's the problem that we have right now as we look at this darkness spread across the United States, and that's what it is. It's a darkness. You do what I say, or we're going to punish you. I bet you some of those kids would have been canceled. Heavily. Targeted, heavily, heavily targeted toward m- towards minors. Uh, I read a story about in California where a basket, I, I believe it was a basketball team, got together for a group photo. And as they were going to snap the photo, they took their masks off, took the picture, put their masks back on, and they got uh, what's the word? They got they they had to sit out for two weeks. They got punished. They got they couldn't play for two weeks because they 
pulled their max masks down to take a photo and then put it back on. This is plain and simple tyranny. Yeah. Well, here, here's another one from my same friend, same right. mailbag. Right. Uh, he he wrote about a Columbus-based public policy organization, a Christian public policy organization that I know that he supports. Yeah. I mean, this is this is not you know. One of my high school dude, what's happening? This is a this is one of my legit friends. Not okay? one of your loser friends. <laughs> yeah. and I'm not going to say his name, but I he's lo- the one that's going. Yeah. Hey, I got this loser. He's friend. just a guy that I I'm had a chance to meet him. and get to know, and he's just one of those guys. That you just I, I just love this dude. You're I the mean, loser friend in this no, scenario. Yeah, I'm I'm the needy loser friend in our relationship. <laughs> no, a Columbus-based Christian public policy organization is threatening to sue the city of Toledo if council members approve an ordinance. They're trying to pass an ordinance you ready yeah. that would make it a crime to willfully obstruct a person's access to medical counseling and treatment at a reproductive health facility uh, do you know what i'm saying yes i do yeah and, and so they're going to actually bring legal action so thank god i have friends like this around the country who have the resources who are going to put them to work to actually try to push back we the darkness that. to try to this whole thing that we're not supposed to fight that we're not supposed to push back the darkness that we're not supposed to get into the fray uh, that I don't, I don't buy that. I think that we need to, as Christians, so let our light shine right now that the gospel is the number one thing. Scripture is the tiger unleashed on the soul that can change things, and prayer can change things. I went on record, and I stand by it, that you are wasting your breath if you pray for wisdom for Joe Biden. That is, that is just a waste of time. But on the other hand. We need to pray for Joe Biden's salvation, that somehow the spirit would break through and that salvation would come to this man so that he would start to make changes. And not only that, but everybody all the way down to your county commissioner, your local sheriff, that's what we are praying for, is for the salvation of our leaders. And that way, we might be able to combat some of this stuff. But they are, the, the left, the evil demonic far left, is doing a full court press in every area of life. And they're organized, they're unified, and they push hard every day. And I would just like Christians to do the same thing with at least their devotion time and at least our prayers together right now during this season. We have to stand up because if we think it's not going to affect us, um, we're wrong. (laughs) It is going to affect us because there was a really good story told by an actor. His name's David Suchet. And he's a character actor, which means he doesn't ever go on stage or go in front of a camera and play himself or play someone like himself. He's always something very drastically different than himself. And he's a British actor who's best known for playing Hercule Poirot Poirot. on the the series... (laughs) Uh, for Agatha like Christie's. yeah, for thirteen years in Britain. Anyway, yep, what did yep. what did uh, David Suchet say? Well, he's a character actor, just a, a great guy. He's actually a Christian, and he was going to his psychiatrist or psychologist or whatever it was, and and they asked him, "Do you have difficulty coming out of that character?" And he said, "No, I'm fine." Yeah. And so his doctor then started coming to his to his performances and would meet him backstage, and one fateful night his doctor said hey David and asked him a series of very easy questions about himself about his real self and he couldn't answer them he realized he was deceived in his own strength uh, he was still in that character he was playing make-believe 
Nothing wrong with that. But he was playing make-believe to the point that his brain was starting to switch gears. And this is what they're wanting us to do when it comes to homosexuality, transgenderism, you know, you know, cutting out our history as far as all of our childhood toys and all of our child, you know, that's what they're asking us to do is get in this character that I've written for you and created for you. And I want you to stay in that character. And if we're not mindful of it, we eventually will just stay in that character and we won't be able to come out. So it's a battle for the mind. It's a spiritual battle for the mind and we must intentionally fight it. And the big takeaway from Emily's story is David Suchet thought he was coming out of the character every night. Yeah, he thought that he, he was, was playing. fine. He thought he was fine. He was fine. And then he realized the light clicked and he wasn't deceived. You know when you're not deceived anymore? Is when you're not deceived anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> When that click happens. Yes. And so he realizes he need help. And now he's able to come out of those he has characters. methods of doing it. Yeah. There's and tools and to fight it. He's yep. pretty much mostly retired now. He's getting older. But that was great advice for us. We can also it's do the same. Yeah. yeah. We can also do the same thing in many things. Yeah. Like the anger after a football team loss. You can <laughs> hold that as you go talk to your family. Or... You know, a lot of different things like that where it just is important for us to stay grounded in the Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 12, 2 says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yes. That's not a once and for all thing. You you get, a, you get first down after first down after first down, but there's no touchdown. You download the mind of Christ and you start to act as a believer. I want to leave you with one final scripture verse. All right. Actually, it's going to be like a passage of scripture. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I was just thinking famous yeah. last words. You, <laughs> yeah. you say that a lot. Just one more Bible verse. Just one more little. I am known as Mr. Bible Idiot for a reason. Yeah. So one verse is actually going to be about seven. But okay. whatever. <laughs> Who's counting? Let's go to First Thessalonians chapter five. Okay? All right. Let's do it. Starting in verse four until I get tired of reading. <laughs> This is good for what we're talking about. Check yes. it out. But you are not in darkness, brothers, for that day to surprise you like a thief. For you are all children of light, children of the day. We are not of the night nor of the darkness. So then let us not sleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love, and for the helmet of the hope of salvation. For God has not destined us for wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, so that when whether we're awake or asleep, we might live with him. And then here's my last verse, verse 11 right, of chapter right. 5 of First Thessalonians. I'm going so to hold you say let me leave you with this one <laughs> verse <laughs> and you're not a liar okay yeah therefore encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing bada bing bada boom or as jay johnson would say boom shakalaka on this yeah. Friday. <laughs> one jay johnson in this world is probably enough i think so <laughs> Hey, that's going to do it for this Friday. Tell your friends about the Bible Idiots podcast. You can learn more at BibleIdiots.com. And uh, we just so appreciate you hanging out with us all week. We'll see you on Monday. On behalf of my best friend and bride, Emily, my name is Chris. Get into the Word of God today and go and serve your King.